What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Ya Boy Roy Show, where around here we earn our cookie. What's happening, everybody? I am so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you here for episode 11. Wow. Like, I say it every time. Like, I'm just amazed that we're able to do this and impact so many people's lives. Um, today, we're talking about uh, mindset, we're talking about motivation, we're talking about moving your life forward on a consistent basis. How does somebody do that? How do you take where you're at right now and actually stick to something? Or the number one question I get is, Roy, how do I get and stay motivated? And I want to talk to you about today of, of things that I've done and implemented and seen other people do um, and the best practices to help you on your journey. So it's gonna be a good one today. Uh, make sure you buckle up, get ready for this. You are gonna, at some point, probably want some pen and paper or you know, type on your phone to take some notes. Um, it's gonna be a good one. But before we get into our, I guess, lesson of the day, or uh, this is gonna be a defining moment for you, um, I, I have to do my housekeeping. Y'all, for those of you who are new here, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. Those of you who are what we like to call our regulars, I appreciate you more than you know. But the deal is that we don't run ads here. You know, we're trying to spread this movement and genuinely help and reach as many people as we can to help change the way people think. That whatever it is your dreams and goals are, you can accomplish them if you're willing to do the work. All right? So all I ask is that for every episode you listen to, I'd love for you to share, whether you send it to a friend and you say, hey, I think you'd love this podcast, or you share it to your story and write a little review, just do something every episode you listen to because it just helps us out a lot. Um, And I just, you know, it helps and I appreciate it. So just pay your fee for me, share this episode. um, And without further ado, let's get into it. So again, the number one question, and when I say number one, this is the number one question I get. How do I get motivated? And once I'm motivated, how do I stay motivated? And I think this is an amazing thing to talk about because it goes for anything in life, right? Like it can be a physical transformation that you're trying to go through. Um, It could be a relationship that you're trying to either start or create or save. It could be financial success. Um, It could be mental, emotional, spiritual. It doesn't matter what aspect of your life you're trying to become better in. The fact is, is that if you can't get motivated about it or you can't stay motivated about it, then likely you're not going to stick with it. And that's kind of where this question comes in for so many people. Like you want this thing, but the motivation always just seems to leave just as fast as it came. Am I right? And so I want to do a few things with you today and teach you um, some common practices that I go through to help me, quote unquote, stay motivated. And I want to start this off by doing this little exercise, if you will. I want you to think back to whether it was the last time you were motivated or maybe the time that you were most motivated in your life. Think for a second. Was it When you were in high school and you were playing sports and you and the team were competing for a state championship, 
Was it when you graduated high school and you went to college and for the first time ever you were on your own and didn't have to be at home with your parents and you didn't have to listen to them anymore and you're going to take control of your life? Was it when you graduated college and you got your first real job? Was it working really hard to get that promotion? Was it you know trying to retake control of your life and lose weight and regain confidence and be healthy? Right? Like, what was that thing that motivated you? What was that end goal that you saw? Was it becoming an entrepreneur, running your own business? You know, I work a lot with online coaching. Are you trying to start your, become an online coach or a personal trainer? Like, what was that thing that you did in your life that made you extremely motivated? And once you think back to that time, and it could be something recent, it could be something many years ago, I want to know how long did that that high level of motivation last? Did it last a day? Did it last a week, month, year? Was it your entire high school career? Was it four years of motivation? Right? How long were you motivated? And I'm not just talking about doing the work, right? I think about the time like, when I was in high school and I did wrestling, I did wrestling for three years. I did martial arts from when I was nine all the way to when I was 18, 19 years old. But I wasn't always at a high level of motivation during that entire time. Does that make sense? So I want you to think, when you first became motivated, how long did it last? Not how long did you do the activity for, how long were you motivated for? And the fact is, is that high level of motivation, you probably thought of this idea, all right? And you're going to get that promotion, you're gonna be your own boss, start um, your own business, you're gonna lose the weight, and you got really excited about it, and you got really motivated. And it, it was enough motivation to get your ass out of bed and go start taking action. And it wasn't just a little action. And tell me if I'm wrong. You went above and beyond. You know, you were, (laughs) my favorite example is working out. You're excited to lose the weight. So you start eating all your vegetables. You stop eating all this processed food. You end up working out like two times a day. Like you just go from zero to 100 so fast. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like you're motivated. Like let's get something out of it. You're on this high. Let's rock and roll. I love it. Gets me excited to watch people do that. But the fact is, is that during that time, it's almost unrealistic, the expectations you set for yourself of what's realistic with your life. You know, I see it happen all the time. We, we, at Rough, we run eight-week challenges, right? And in that first week, people are working out for two hours a day. They, and like I said, they cut out all the sugar, you know, no processed foods. They're not eating out. They're like, they're doing all of this stuff, which is great. But it's almost as if they're creating time that they don't have. You know, people say like, I don't have time and we say that's an excuse. But, you know, they're blocking out two and a half hours out of their Monday because they're getting started and they're motivated. And again, I love it. I think it's awesome. But can you realistically work out for two and a half hours every day? How long is that going to last before you're tired or you're sore or... You know, you have a family and kids and a job and, you know, things happen and you legitimately don't have two and a half hours in a day. 
You know, is it something that you can sustain for the rest of your life? You know, so when we talk about like fad diets, like keto, it's a get fit quick thing. You know, are you really going to be realistically be able to give up all carbs or at least the majority of them for the rest of your life? I get that you're motivated. You want to go from zero to hundred real fast. But the fact is that when you start thinking back to all those times that you were motivated, it probably lasted all of anywhere from an hour to a week. Tell me if I'm wrong. On average, you got motivated for an hour to a week and then you started doing this high level of motivation activity and action and then you get burnt out and then you find yourself back at um, poor me and not motivated and not wanting to do things. And this is where the question comes in. Roy, how do I stay motivated? And the lesson I want to give you today, the first thing I want to talk about is the fact that, and you've heard this before, nobody stays motivated. And I want you to realize that when you are motivated, what does that look like for you? For me and what I'm doing, when I'm motivated, I don't sleep. You know, I'm at my gym till midnight and I wake up at 4.30 in the morning and I'm on it, on it, on it. But again, that can only last so long before my body breaks down, before I'm mentally and physically exhausted and I've got to get back to normal life. I don't have any issues with you being motivated and pushing the pace. It's how we develop. That's how we get to that next level. I love it. It's, it's a jump start. But you have to understand that I don't preach get motivated, stay motivated. I preach consistent action. You're motivated. You're pushing the pace. You're zero to 100. Great. But are you also making a game plan for what realistically fits into your life? Are you making a game plan of, you know, when you are exhausted or life hits that you're sustaining what it is you said you wanted to do? That you need to realize that all these goals and dreams you have aren't, are going to take longer to accomplish in the time that you have to stay motivated. If you only have a week to be 100% or 110% motivated, you're not going to accomplish everything you want in one week. So it's something as simple as making a game plan for yourself of what actions can I take on a consistent basis to get me to where I want to be one day, regardless if I'm motivated. And when you're motivated, that's when you start building the habits. That's when you start setting the pace and the tone for this. But the first day that comes up and you wake up and you're exhausted and you don't feel like doing it and you're not motivated, this is your defining moment. The people who are successful are the people who take the actionable steps regardless of how they feel. So you get motivated. You go from zero to 100 real fast. You're high on life. You're, you're like, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. And on day seven, when you wake up and you don't feel like going to the gym, you don't feel like putting in the work to keep doing your own business. You don't feel like putting in the extra hours at work because you want to go out with your friends. That's legitimately your defining moment right there. How bad do you want this? Are you willing to prove that you want this even on the days you don't feel like it? That's the question. So it's not how do I get motivated, stay motivated. Listen, the, the getting motivated should be easy, right? Because you shouldn't be thinking of, 
let's say your goal is to lose weight. You shouldn't be thinking of, oh, I've got to exercise and I've got to eat healthy. Like you need to constantly be reminded of your vision, like the end goal. And that end goal should motivate you. It should get your ass out of the bed to go do what it is you need to do. And if it's not doing that, your dreams aren't big enough. Your goals aren't personal enough. You're not excited about them. Find a new fucking goal. All right? This goal should excite you. It should get you out of the bed for at least one day. And that should be enough for a kickstart for you to say, okay, I did this first day. Now, what do I need to do on a daily basis that's realistic for me to keep moving forward? And that's it. Like, that's the secret. All right? It's not how do I stay motivated. It's what can I do consistently on a daily basis. And this is what I want you to start realizing. This was a huge thing for me. Right? This is... You know, I told you I was going to tell you some personal stuff for me and what I do. I had this realization. I was in college. I was talking with one of my best friends. And this is this realization that we had. You have to be able to identify when you're at your highs and when you're motivated. What got you there? What got you motivated? And how long did it last before you crashed? And then how long were you at that low? And why were you at that low? Right? This is the cycle of life. This is the cycle of motivation, if you will. You get motivated, you crash, you feel low, things aren't going your way, you hit a speed bump, like whatever the case is. And then something re-motivates you or you get back on track and then you move back up to motivation. And of course, there's this middle area. You know, you have this super high where you're super motivated, you're 110%, you have these lows where you feel like you're a failure and you're not doing anything. But you'll probably spend most of your time in this middle area, right? You'll probably spend about 5 to 10% of your time highly motivated. 5 to 10% of your time feeling like a failure, you're not doing anything, you can't get your ass out of bed. That leaves about 70 to 90% of your time in this middle ground. And when I tell you that this isn't a who can be do the most when they're motivated, it's consistency. If you're going to spend most of your time in just this middle area where you're not extremely motivated or 110%, what actions are you taking? Are you leaning those those days and that 70 to 90% in this middle area, are you leaning that towards the motivated side or are you leaning it towards the downside? And that's the difference. Right? People feel like because they're not on 110%, they're failures. They feel like because they're not operating at 100% every day, they're not moving forward. And that's just not the case. All steps forwards are better than you were yesterday. doesn't matter if it's an inch or a mile. It's just moving forward, period. And because so many people feel like they're not motivated, they start leaning towards the downside, that 5 to 10% of negativity or failure. And that's why you don't move forward because then your actions start to become that on a daily basis. So again, it's about identifying these cycles that you have. What got you motivated? How did you get to that, that top tier? And then why did it leave? Did you overwork yourself? Was the goal just not big enough? Was it not what you thought it was? Do you need to set a different goal? And then when you got to that low point, why did you get to that low point? Was it an outside factor that affected you? Was it something internal that you inflicted on yourself? 
And then when you're in this middle area where you spend the majority of your time, are you leaning it towards the good or the bad? And that's where successful people find their happiness and success in the journey. Yes? It's not about being 110% 110% of the time. It's about taking actionable, consistent, realistic steps on a daily basis. That's the difference. All right? And so then once you identify those three tiers or cycles or systems, you can start to game plan around it. When you start to identify why you have these highs and why you have these lows and what actions you got to take on a daily basis, you can start to, I guess, manipulate it. All right? If you can identify why or what actions or what surroundings you have or what media you're consuming that gets you on that high, you can do it more often. If I know that when I have a playlist that I really, really, really like and music I really like that gets me amped up and it starts my day off right and I normally have a better day because of it, you best believe I have my alarm and my Google set up to when I wake up, it's playing that music. I'm starting my day off on the right foot. You best believe that I know that when I watch, you know, the the people that I look up to, you know, the influencers and athletes that I look up to, if I can find motivational YouTube videos of them speaking or, you know, winning sports or whatever it is, gets me excited about life, you best believe I have those saved and archived so when I'm having a bad day, I can watch them, right? What podcasts am I listening to? What people do I go talk to that help move me forward? These are all things that I'm thinking about and having stored so I can maximize the amount of time I'm at 110% motivated. So instead of it just lasting an hour, I can get it to last a week. And when I'm on these lows, instead of the low lasting, because this is the fact, when you're on a low, it can last an hour, it can last a week, it can last a month. And some of you guys have fallen into a depression. It's been multiple months or years. And that sucks because you don't know how to get out of it. Again, why are you there? Do you, are you, did you, have you not found your purpose in life? Are you even searching for your purpose? Are you setting big goals? Is it an external factor, internal factor? You can't get stuck in those lows. So when you can identify what gets you to the high, you can also identify what gets you on the lows. And then you can start to identify what gets you out of the low. So you can spend more time in the middle area that's leaning towards good and more time on the 110% level. And if we're spending, instead of 10%, Operating at high level motiva- motivation, we can spend 15 to 20% of our time there and then spend 60 to 70 to 75% in this middle area leaning towards good and only 5% in the low. That's how we operate better. That's how we're more efficient. That's when we start finding more success. That's when we move forward on a daily basis. Listen, you can't avoid the lows. They're going to happen, but we've got to learn how to minimize it. How do we minimize the lows, get the most out of the highs when they're here, and always lean the middle area towards the good? That's the key. It's the key for everybody. Nobody can escape this rule. I don't care who you look up to. Bill Gates, I don't care if it's Gary Vee, I don't care what influencer, business owner, athlete that you look up to that you're inspired by, they have cycles just like you of highs and lows and middles. The difference is is that they've they've identified who they are and they've they've become so efficient in, in being efficient. They've become so efficient in that middle area. 
and just taking small actionable steps every day. They become so efficient that when they are motivated, getting the most out of it. They become so efficient that when they are in the lows, getting out of it as fast as possible. And that's the difference. Not avoiding the lows, not avoiding the struggles, not avoiding these bad times, being efficient and understanding who you are. And I need you to start identifying those things. Don't just say I'm depressed because I'm depressed. Don't just say, oh, bad things happen to me because bad things happen to me. Or I don't understand why I'm not motivated. Identify it. Why did you even get there in the first place? Because there's a reason. Is that fair? Hey, wake up. Are you with me here? Is that fair? Okay. Start identifying who you are and why things happen the way they happen. And then you can start planning and reverse engineering from there. Now, I want to give you one more thing. And this is when you're going to need a pen and paper or something to, t- to write down or type or on your phone, whatever it is. I went to um, a, um, a, what, what do I call it, a conference in Cincinnati when I was managing a gymnastics studio and it completely changed my life. And the whole idea for a certain section was as a manager, being more efficient with your time or just in general as a human, being more efficient with your time. And I used to do this. I've gotten away from it, but you know, talking about it and thinking about what lessons I wanted to give you in this podcast, I actually want to start bringing it back. And you know, I'm actually going to start doing this um, today. I don't wait for tomorrow. Let's start doing that. Let's start doing this today. I'll start making posts about it. And um, if you start doing it, I, I want to see you do it as well because it was it was a great thing when I had started doing it. And what this guy taught me is that he always had a list. And for me, it was I had a little book, right? He always had a list, a piece of paper that he had with him everywhere he went. And he would write out this list on kind of a, a weekly basis, but the purpose for it was day to day. And so he would sit down, let's say on Sunday, and write down everything he needed to do. Primarily what he needed to do on Monday, but there might be some tasks that need to be done Monday, some things that could wait till Tuesday, just a basic to-do list of things that need to get done, ranging all the way from, let's say, grocery stop shopping all the way to figuring out a new program for his gymnastics studio, right? So literally in everything to-do list. And he would take down and he would write everything he had to get done. Then he would take out his paper and, and on the back, he would write Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And he would look at just Monday. He would look at his long list of all the things that he made, of all the things that need to be done. He said, okay, what needs to be done Monday? What do I want to get done Monday? What can I fit in my Monday? And he would write down all the things. It might be three things. It might be seven things. It might be 20 things. And then he would label those tasks, A, B, C, or D. And this is the breakdown of those four letters. An A task is something that moves you way forward. These are big things, huge things that move you forward. For me, it was like um, maybe developing the rough app, right? That's a huge thing that I worked on every single day. Like that was something that moved my business to that next level, all right? So that was a huge A task for me for a long time. And then you have B tasks. B tasks are things that move you forward, maybe not to the same extreme as an A task, but they still move you forward and they're important, right? And this could be maybe for me, it was 
um, answering clients' reports or you know, coming out with new shirts for Rough, uh, for my Rough family people, maybe doing more personal live videos in my Facebook group for my business, right? Those are all B tasks. They're going to help move me forward for sure, but it's not like that, that next level thing. Does that make sense? And then you have C tasks. C tasks are things that usually kind of need to be done, but they don't really move you forward in life, right? Um, like doing payroll for my affiliates and my employees, right? Like that's just something that just needs to be done. You know, they do an amazing job. They do work and they need to get paid, right? It's something that takes time out of my day to sit down, make sure all that goes through and they get paid, right? But it doesn't necessarily move me forward. Now, hiring employees, training my employees, those are B tasks, A tasks. But the day-to-day of actually going to get, you know, maybe going grocery shopping, that needs to be done. Right? It doesn't really move me forward in life, but I do need to go grocery shopping. Those are C tasks. And then you have D tasks. And D tasks are like luxury. Like maybe I make time that, hey, I want to watch Netflix tonight. Um, I want to go on a vacation. I want to play a video game or board game or whatever it is. Right? Those are D tasks. They don't move you forward. And actually taking that time based on what your goals are in life, right? You always have to re- relate to what's my goal might actually move you backwards. It's, it's just accessory. You know, sometimes it's needed, but you definitely don't want to have too many D tasks on your paper. And so you, you mark all those things. You look at your list and you say A, B, C, or D. And you, you have to kind of identify where do those things land. And the issue, and I caught myself really quick, the issue that you have as far as getting motivated and staying motivated right? Isn't that you're not motivated or staying motivated. It's that you're not making consistent actions on a daily basis that are moving you forward and leaning you towards the motivated side. Remember that middle area we talked about. And the issue you're having right now, and this is going to blow your mind, is that when you write down your to-do list and all the things you got to get done today, your page is going to be filled with C tasks and potentially even D tasks. You might have a B task here and there, and you're going to realize how few A tasks you have. And this is why you're not quote unquote staying motivated. This is why you're not moving forward in life. This is why you're not excited on a daily basis. This is why you have so much trouble getting your ass out of bed every single day because you're waking up to go do a bunch of C tasks. You're waking up to just go to your job that you know you just need to do for the time being that you hate, that you got to go grocery shopping. You just got to do all these things that just need to be done and they're all C tasks, but you're not making time for those B tasks. For that one A task that you can have, because listen, the fact is that you can't fill your entire schedule with A tasks. Just ain't going to happen. A tasks are these huge tasks moving you forward. That's the motivation. That's what gets you excited, right? If your goal is fitness, losing the weight, it might be an A task for you to follow your diet and go to the gym, right? But you're not going to have 20 A tasks. You're going to have C tasks, but The fact is that are you getting the A tasks? So many times we get so flustered because we don't have a schedule or a plan that we just need to do the things that need to be done and all of a sudden you finish your day and you went grocery shopping, you picked up the kids from school, you went to Little Susie's soccer game, you made dinner, you did all these things and nothing that moved you forward based on your goals, right? And we see this happen all the time. 
you get super motivated and you're doing all these things and you're you're labeling like let's say you want to be an entrepreneur and start your own business your a task is figuring out the name of your business and you spend three weeks trying to figure out a name like that's not an a task that's a c task that's something yeah that needs to be done but ain't gonna move you forward maybe it's a cool name maybe you can justify it as a b task are you honest with yourself on, on this piece of paper what's a what's b what's c and what's d and you're going to start to realize real fast on what you're getting done on a daily basis of if you're moving forward. What are you actually getting done? Now, there's one more caveat to this list. There's an asterisk. And the asterisk are things that need to be done. These are like critical things that need to be done this day. Right? So for me, developing the rough app and stuff, you know, maybe one day there's a meeting with this person or or I need to go and design these things or test something right with these a tasks and that's great but maybe there's a c task like maybe maybe your wife was like go get eggs we need eggs and you know that if you don't go get eggs you're getting your ass chewed out right like that's something that needs to be done and it's critical it's a c task but it needs to be done so you put an asterisk right there right so those are things that you know although it's a c task you can prioritize it in that day and, you know, maybe, you know, the A task can be done tomorrow. And now you can start to sit down and say, okay, I've got all these A tasks. i got all these B, some Cs, a few Ds. You asterisk the ones that need to be done. They're critical for today. And then you prioritize those at the top of your list. So that way, if those ones that aren't asterisk don't get done today, they can get moved to the next day. Ah, makes sense. So maybe that A task didn't get done today because it wasn't critical that it needed to be done today. Now it's moving to tomorrow. And now you can see that transition. So come Friday, if you keep moving that A task back and back and back and never became critical, now you can start to identify, wow, that's not getting done. Mmm, how great is that? And then remember, in the very beginning of the week, we wrote down everything that we want to get done for tomorrow and maybe for the week. You can continue to pull stuff from that list and mark it off as you finish it. And hopefully by the end of the week, that first list that you made that you keep adding to is hopefully done. And then we can get a new list for the new week, right? This is your starting place. You know, like I said, I haven't done this in a while, but that was like a huge stepping stone for me a long time ago. This was, dang, maybe like five years ago, four or five years ago. And that was, you know, I spent a few months doing that and I identified getting these A and B tasks done. And now it's just a habit for me to get my A and B tasks done and prioritize those things. And it's, it's just a good exercise for you guys to go through. Make sense? So that's going to be where you say, Roy, how do I stay motivated, right? That's your answer. That's your first stepping stone is to get your piece of paper, write down all your stuff that's to do, mark it A, B, C, D, give your asterisks of what needs to be done today, write it out and start identifying what are you, what actions are you actually taking? Because I think a lot of you are going to realize that you're doing a lot of C tasks and maybe some B tasks and no A tasks. And that's the issue. That's why you're not moving forward. That's why you're not accomplishing your goals. That's why you're not quote unquote motivated or excited on a daily basis and you're not seeing progress. And when you start doing this list on a consistent basis, you can start to identify why am I not getting a task done? Why am I not checking things off of my to-do list? Why am I in this low uh, place? What do I need to do to get out of it? These are practical things that you can start implementing on a daily basis, you guys. 
and start identifying what needs to what realistically needs to be done for you to accomplish your dreams and goals. Right? So many people, like you just think that people who have success and happiness, they're just this genetic gold mine, and that's just how their life is. And I promise you it's not that way. It's something that I realized in college at 20 years old that we all go through cycles. You've gone through the cycles, you can identify it with yourself. Your best friend, you know when they're having a good day or they're having a bad day. Your significant other, your parents, right? When you were a kid, you knew when your mom or dad was ticked off and you know, like when you, (laughs) this is my example, when you wanna go sleep over at your best friend's house and you know that your mom or dad isn't in the best mood, maybe, maybe we're gonna wait till tomorrow to ask them. Right? You know when they're like, but it's no different for everybody. We all have good days. We all have bad days. We spend the majority of time in the middle. And when you catch your mom and dad in the middle area, how can we lean them towards the good side to get what you want? Right? How can we, mom, you know, you look so great today. What do you want, Roy? (laughs) That's what I always do. Mom, you know, you're just the best mom that I've ever had. What do you want, son? (laughs) Can I sleep over at X, Y, and Z's house tonight pretty please? (laughs) Right? So it's, it's funny to me that you can start to identify when you're on your highs and lows, but you think that everybody else is different. That you have bad days, but nobody else has bad days. That you have bad days, but these people you look up to on social media don't have bad days. Like, get your shit together. We all have bad days. It's your ability to get through the bad days and keep moving forward that's going to determine your happiness and success. We've been saying that since episode one, am I right? But I didn't want to just say that anymore. I want to give you actionable things to start identifying it and start taking actionable steps that you can start planning out to start taking control of your life. That's what's important, right? So you guys, I hope that makes sense. Like I said, please pay your fee, share this episode. This is going to be a big one for a lot of you guys. And I'm going to come back to start doing my notes and planning out my days, my weeks, my A, B, C, D, my asterisks. And it'll be like a, if you know, you know, kind of thing, right? I'll post it on my story. If you do it, tag me and we'll kind of be in our own little, um, all the people who listen to the Your Boy Roy show will kind of know what's going on. And Um, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all being here. Let's start doing this one thing on a daily basis together and we start moving forward together, right? This is where mindsets shift. This is when you start realizing like, oh, I can do this. You got to believe in yourself first, you know? You got to believe in yourself first and then start having the action to back it up. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. And remember, we don't pray for an easy life. We earn a rough one.